This week on the Fake Outrage Report, Nazi flags, child terrorists, rape jokes, and a side of baby penis. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. Phil Causey here with you, as always. My brown partner is out of town this week, so we have someone who is quite familiar with the show, who you've heard many times before. Sam Haft, welcome back to the show. Hey, good to be here. I'm so happy to fill in for the brown. That's right. You won't be able to tell he's not even brown, just because well, it's only audio. Anyway, uh, so Sam, let's uh, let's catch up with you for a second. You have uh, Sam and Biller Huge. It's out now, because last time you were with us, it yeah, was that's right. almost coming out. Yes. Now it's out, out. Uh, the album came out March 10th. Uh, we are an Amazon bestseller. What? That's right. <laughs> That's so great. Um, it updates. It's actually super easy to be an Amazon bestseller because they update their bestseller list hourly. So you have to just have like a really good day and a half and you can get there. Nice. Uh, but I also, I beat, um, Adam Carolla for that. Ooh. Who's, I mean, I, He's I'm huge. sure he also got number one too at some point, but yeah. But, uh, I'm yeah. Sure, I'm sure whoever beats him off that perch, he just returns there three hours later. You know, he's kind of. Yeah. Oh He's no, I'm sure numbers. I'm I'm sure Adam Carolla doesn't mind getting people to beat him off. Um <laughs> uh it went really well. We've we have a music video that came out that I Phil was in. That's right. I'm um, in it for like one half a second. Oh yeah. But, but I have a big a, smile on my face because a, I'm yelling yes all men. Yeah, it's a powerful half a second. <laughs> and, it's exactly what you think, by the it way. It is it is exactly yeah. what you think. Uh and wait, no, it's not. <laughs> no. No. It's uh we have uh, another music video coming out in about a week. That's the second one, right? That's the second one, uh, and we have, you know, a couple ones in development, and we've just been kind of trying to make, like, little fucking videos on the couch every week just to be those people that have video stuff online where you go, oh, I wonder how Sam and Bill sound and what they do, and you could just look us up and see a bunch of our shit. Yeah, they're goofy musical acoustic comedy. It's a good time. The first video is called Yes All Men, and the second one is called... Uh, I Don't Know What Sex Is. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's oh, our sort be. of Backstreet Boys song. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. I, I was there when you were choreographing that like a month ago. That's right. Oh, yeah. There's a dance number in that. So if you guys want to see Sam Haft and Bill Brian oh, yeah. get down with their bad selves. Yeah. Uh, if you know the comic uh, <laughs> Maria Wojciechowski, I think I'm saying that adequately Polishly. Um, <laughs> she she was our choreographer. Um, not a lot of people may know this, but she did choreography for Disney cruises for a while. Uh, and she's a trained dancer, Repping and she was amazing. Uh, and so we got that Disney Cruise boy band choreography, <laughs> and it is dumb. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. Uh, did you know I'm a former employee of Disney World? I did not know that. Were you a mascot? I was a front gate greeter. Oh, that's worse. Yeah. That's bottom <laughs> of the totem pole. No, bottom of the totem pole was housekeeping, which I did for about a month, but then they moved me to oh, front gate greeting. They were like, damn, you can use a mop. Let's yeah. let's get you on the front gate. Yeah, do you speak broken high school white guy Spanish? Yeah, you'd go good in housekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that it's that was that was very I'm not sure which one's more humiliating, the the housekeeping, cleaning toilets, or the standing there pretending to care and waving to fucking. Hey, Midwestern you weren't in families. the goofy suit. Well, here's the thing about that, and here's a little inside here's some inside info Ooh. about Disney World. Uh, anybody who is a costume character there is either freakishly tall or freakishly short. Ah. Not to ruin any childhoods, but most of the people that are Mickey and Minnie are like four foot seven Asians because they're the only people that physically fit in the costume. They're really little. Yeah. 
And because so they can be an adequate height to hug a child and not feel very uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. I like how you factored. You went directly there. Yeah. No, you don't want some fucking Slender Man Mickey Mouse grabbing up your kids. Like reaching down. My dick's right at your kid's height. This is not weird at all. Yeah. There we go. So let's take a minute to meet our actual guest today, Kristen Selman. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, man. So what do you have going on project-wise? Because I was looking and I was trying to find some stuff to talk <laughs> to you about. That's not a good laugh. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a nervous laugh. <laughs> um, Project-wise, I, I mean, I don't really have any projects going on. I'm just out there doing mics, doing shows, and just trying stand to stand up, straight up stand-up. Yeah, stand-up as much as I can. Yeah, I did fucking three sets last night, so my uh, yeah. voice is a little shot if you can't <laughs> fucking hear it. No, but you have, did you show a QED? Yeah, so, um. There it is. Yeah, I do QED, um, every Thursday, um, at, uh. 10.30. Oh, that's the... That's, that's the, the mic, the late night snack. And that, I, I'm doing some yeah. shows there, too, coming up. Um, I don't... Yeah, just offhand, like, they have monthly okay. shows or whatever. I'm doing uh, Angela Cobb's Roast uh, in two weeks there. There's going to be that's some gonna great get new very jokes. exciting Dude, now. <laughs> she, I think she planned the whole thing just for her roast yeah. to get, like, people to go to it. That's <laughs> seriously? She, I think that's, she's, speaking of respect, fake outrage, that's, that's a little brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me get the community mad at me and then hold a roast show that right. everyone will want to come right. to. I yeah. think she, I think, I mean, if she didn't do it that way, but she should have because it's pretty, it's working out pretty it's well It's working her. out great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll explain real quick for those of you who aren't comics in the specific oh, the New York scene. Do an inside comedy fake outrage yeah, thing about this. I don't this. like to normally do the, the the inside baseball kind of topics, but I'll give a quick rundown. Basically, there was a comic uh, that made a GoFundMe page and uh, to just support. Being Cobb, a by comic. the way, I know her. She's great. She's a friend yeah. of mine. Yeah, she's a friend of mine. She's um, a great girl. Yeah. And a lot of comics sort of took that as like she's too lazy to get a job. Well, to be fair, she did it twice. You, well, that, that's where she used up her goodwill with the first round. Right. And uh, and so then everyone's making fun of her for the fact that she's literally just begging for money in the internet. Right. And uh, I, I didn't know she has a roast show coming up, but that's yeah. fucking hilarious. There's oh, gonna be yeah. a lot of welfare jokes and stuff about that. <laughs> Let's get into some actual outrage here. Uh, I don't want to get too inside baseball. It would not be an episode without Sam Haft here if we didn't talk about Nazis. Yeah, it's or- my favorite topic. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and by the way, which is a weird favorite topic, but Superman has to know a lot about Lex Luthor, so I have a lot of opinions about Nazis. Exactly. No, Sam. What? 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 They what are my level, Lex Corp. What level uh, <laughs> Jew do you consider yourself? Uh, uh, scale of ten, like you're a strong eight, maybe. I feel. Wait, what's the scale though? Is one like the most Jewish or the least w- Jewish? One is um is is like your like great grandfather like knew See, a Jew once. Yeah, and then 10 it is depends. Like, okay. It depends how you look at at levels of Jewishness. Like if you look at it at levels of Judaism, I am like a three. Like I grew up, uh, you know, doing the sort of practicing religious stuff, and I'm I like I don't believe in God. Did you now. have a bar mitzvah? I did. Okay, so uh, you, but like th- I don't that's believe at least in God. a six and a half. Yeah, I mean, come on, Sam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although I don't think I don't think Jews really have to believe in God. It's one of those. It, as far as the Abrahamic religions, like it's one of those where it's th- there's a famous sort of Jewish turn of phrase about being a Jewish atheist, which is. Um, there's only one God and we don't believe in him. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you know, you can, you can be both. And I am both. And so um, Jews are good at jokes for generations. Yeah. You guys have a stronghold. Yes, it's true. So over, sort of oh, overall, we're, we're at like a six right now. Uh, six and a uh, half. As far as like actual, like practicing Judaism, I'm probably like a four, but like Jewishness, like how similar am I to the character Watto from the Phantom Menace? I may be <laughs> like a seven or eight. <laughs> Like I'm very culturally Jewish. 
Yeah. I'm very Jewy. Let's put it that way. I'm yeah. very well, Jewy. You, you're not like hardcore South Williamsburg yamaka slinging real estate. No, Jewish. no, no, no. Yeah. But you did grow up on the Upper East Side or Lower East somewhere. Yeah, Manhattan? yeah. All of, yeah. I mean, you know, when when you grow up as a Manhattanite, usually your parents are divorced, so you grow up in two different neighborhoods. <laughs> but one of them was the Upper East Side. There we go. Uh, so the reason why we joke about his. Uh, Judaism level or Jewish level, I don't know which word to use without offending people, but hey, that's the show. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, another swastika pop up in the world that we have to talk about that drummed up some outrage. This one happened in the Shetland Islands, which I didn't know that existed. It's apparently a set of islands that's off the mainland of Scotland, off to the north-northeast of Scotland. Right. And there were some people that were doing a charity event for defibrillators, and there was a, a DJ on stage, and this is at like a their local equivalent of like what would be like a Lions Club or like a VFW, right? And they're just playing music. Everyone's hanging out, and then randomly a Nazi flag just falls from the ceiling. <laughs> so, oops! Yeah, oops! I have two questions about this. Yes, I have many more than two. Yes. yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, it depends. One was the Nazi flag intended to happen as part of like the DJ set, and. And counterintuitively, I think it's worse if it was not because it means <laughs> that they use that club for other things when they're they not just having have shows. A Nazi flag there. Yeah, if you like... have an unfurlable <laughs> Nazi flag in your Rotary Club, you do some shit after just, hours. Just in case. Well, you know what, though? In defense, if you have a venue, you're not going to turn away business because Nazi money is as green as anybody's. Okay, so you know it's actually stolen yeah. Jew gold. <laughs> let's be let's be very clear. It is stolen Jewish gold from Switzerland. Yeah, all uh, Nazi money is stolen Jewish gold. Yeah, I I can't imagine because because my question is also with the intention is like, did they think? Because let's say that it was part of the show. Okay, yeah. did they think like, oh, we're here for a defibrillator event and a Nazi flag falls? Was did it, was there intention like recruitment? Like, oh, it was a flag. I guess we're Nazis now. You know, it's like, it's one of those things is, where like there's no version of it that's an understandable whoopsie. There's no there's no version of this Nazi flag coming down that's like, ah, we all make mistakes. No, that flag came from somewhere. Somebody owned it and put it up. If the club put it up, it's worse because it means it's also like secretly a Nazi meetup. Well, the and club the publicly uh, put out a statement saying that they condemn the action. And the DJ on stage called Kaleidoscope, they both all put out separate statements saying like, yo, we had nothing to do with that shit. That's fucked up. Well, who the fuck who brought did the it? Flag? That's what, their theory that they said was that they think it was just somebody playing a prank. Because that's hilarious. That is kind of funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> funny though. Like you're like it's, this you has be, two you levels. You would be really now. hilarious. Yeah, wait, yeah I, I agree with what you're about to say. Yeah, it it has two levels because <laughs> on the one hand, all right, yeah, okay, trolling, I get it. But on the other hand, that's a serious You don't one. just materialize a Nazi flag. Exactly. Right. It's it's illegal to buy them in most areas. You have to have a Nazi flag. That's a like big commitment some, for a prank yeah, to like some, go and buy a Nazi flag. No pranks make one, buying a Nazi and flag, and then like hold it for the lulls. You have to go on like the a dark web buying a Nazi flag because they're like, you know what? There are too many Jews. Oh, I got this great prank idea now. It's it, you don't buy a Nazi flag for a prank. You don't. You know what would be funny and make a point? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's not a thing you have lying around the house like a fucking banana peel. <laughs> you don't. Well, I also feel like you shouldn't have banana peels lying around. Your house. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. Let's compost. We're very green on this show. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, what's something you would have laying around the house, like dish towels, coasters? I mean, perhaps? Nazi memorabilia. Perhaps Nazi coasters. <laughs> yeah, Nazi coasters. Somebody somewhere has Nazi coasters. There's yeah. like a That's whole absolutely a thing. world of like, you know, like those shows where like Antique Rojo, there's like a whole culture of people who collect Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, and not you're not supposed they're... to be able to sell them legally. Yeah, and it's not because they're Nazis. It's just like they're like weird history people, yeah. I think. But they're who also kind Jews. of Nazis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My family owns Nazi shit because really? my mom's side of the family were like, anti-Nazi people from France who were part of, like, the original resistance. Yeah. And we, no, like, at my... So they own, like, Nazi scalps. That's an acceptable Nazi <laughs> item. <to laughs> own. Well, no, actually, there's a Nazi letter opener that's it, somewhere... Like it, it, it looks like a dagger with just a fucking huge swastika on the front of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just and they that, loved putting those on things. No, like no, my, they did. <laughs> my grandpa was in World War II, and he was yeah. like, he was um fought for United States, and he was there and he, like liberated Auschwitz, and he had like stuff like from there that they when he died, my grandma found it because he never talked about it because right. like whatever and my grandma found all this stuff he had pictures or whatever and like you have to officially like turn it over to like the historic historical society like there's right. this and for whole free. thing you're for supposed free. to do yeah. right to like make it available for people to learn about it or whatever but like you're not supposed to like you could have sold it and made money but like you're not supposed to yeah you're not supposed to sell it you're supposed to just give it to a museum yeah yeah if it's in a museum uh, like i actually am okay with people collecting it as long as they just do it for the historical value and they're right. not I don't doing it to have meetings in their basement i'm fine with that yeah. like, if i'd ever run into a single person that connects not that collects nazi shit that doesn't also hate jews i don't think a <laughs> yeah. single person in the world collects a bunch of nazi shit and is like oh jews are great like i don't think right. that's ever happened in the history of collecting that's like yeah, saying maybe, oh maybe not. yeah i want to i want to meet like a 60 year old man who collects baby doll heads that's not a serial killer you won't <laughs> right. find that person well, I, I know reenactors that have like the SS uniforms and shit who were just regular people. So, I mean, that's not strictly true. I feel I like if you're reenacting shit, I, yes, you're not is that a, a regular I think you just <laughs> don't know those reenactors on that level they yet. They might not be Nazis, but they're not regular people. They're, yeah. <laughs> Nobody puts on an SS uniform and you know is a fun? regular person. And also, you yeah. know how it ends. You guys lose. So why are you putting that costume on? Right. It's like people out. who put on Confederate uniforms, <laughs> too. Like, there's an element of you that likes the Confederate society. That's the only thing that connects you to that okay yeah fair enough so back to the flag regardless of how this this huge flag was acquired um <laughs> i don't think a defibrillator charity event is the correct place to be displaying it yeah and i don't think also like as far as pranks it's not a great prank it's not a great prank. You could do, but you could do better as an event. Oh, we're gonna to get like to we're gonna get to bad jokes Nazi. in just a minute. But first, <laughs> well, let's put a judgment on this one. Uh, I'm going legit outrage. Yeah, legit I, outrage. Obviously, yeah. okay. Nazi symbols. The, we're, we're trying to figure out where they're okay. They're they're okay apparently in very specific instances, but Museums. this is not one of them. Uh, That's mu it. If it's in a museum, <laughs> yeah. if you are uh, an Asian Buddhist <laughs> in Asia. Yeah, yeah, those two th things. Or if and you're, you're the flag on the keep set of Schindler's List. Otherwise, yes. no. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Or the hot new remake they're gonna do. Which, Schindler's List yeah. too. Eventually, you know, I eventually almost feel like happen. there are too many in the Man in the High Castle. Like they're just going overboard. Uh, Put them yeah. on everything. Yeah, they almost. Well, did you hear about the train? That uh, this was a topic that uh, before our show started. This is about two and a half years ago. That would have been on the show. Was they? Bought a subway. You know how sometimes when they yeah, do you can do a full a promo, buyout wrap. They of did a, a full train. on SS train somewhere in Brooklyn. 
Yeah, that's which, in great taste. As you can imagine, is not a good location for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there is a good location for that other than maybe 1938 in Poland. Like, <laughs> you don't don't not see a train car. That's of like, all the things you could not see, one of the worst things. I think yeah. that's why the L train shut down, this specific <laughs> marketing. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. So, yeah, legit outrage in that one. Uh, speaking of bad jokes, <laughs> here, here's one. Rape jokes, you guys. Oh. Rape jokes. Ugh. I have, you know what? I haven't heard enough of recently. <laughs> yeah, and and you host an open mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. Sometimes I, I acknowledge it if I'm like at like at an open mic and like no one does a rape joke and then someone does one like an hour and a half in. I'll, if I'm next, I'll be like, you guys, we made it like 13 we comics did, without we one were just, well. rape joke. Yeah. yeah. Well, true. that's the comic that's going to quit when the L train shuts down. <laughs> That's it. Bad willing. So, uh, the president of the Philippines, Mr. Rodrigo Duterte, made a joke about rape. He said, and he was uh, speaking to a bunch of his military at one of their training camps, I guess, a few weeks ago. Uh, He said, and this is a fantastic quote, because he, the context of this is he recently declared martial law in the southern part of his country, because I guess shit's just crazy there right now. It's The thing is, like, it only kind of is crazy there because of him. So he's kind of declaring martial law to clean up after himself. Mm, interesting. Yeah, he's trying to settle shit down, and he's trying to be, like, a strongman leader. And this is a, this is a fantastic quote. Well, fantastic sub- subjective term, but the, here's the quote here. He said, I alone will be responsible. I will go to jail for you. If you happen to have raped three women, I will own up to it. But if you marry four, son of a whore, you will be beaten up for it. Unquote. I don't get it. He's trying to make a joke to his soldiers, saying like, yeah. saying like, I'm the leader. Whatever you guys do, I'm responsible because, you know, I'm the leader here. But he then made a rape joke about it, slash marriage joke, I guess. Yeah. Is this like the 13th comic at the open mic that's like... <laughs> Just Duterte shows up. Um, you know, it, uh, I think, I think the outrage at this is is a little bit bullshit because Ooh. it's not in the top twenty worst things he's currently doing. Like he is, <laughs> yeah, like true. joking about it is one thing, but the joke about it isn't the problem. The problem is that he's totally condoning it. Like, that's the problem. The well, problem is he's like, go ahead, rape away. Like, that's a yeah. problem. Just well, don't marry him. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you know that somewhere in the southern Philippines, there's some guy who just got done raping being like, what? The president said we could. Yeah, but it's... <laughs> it, Does he do it in that voice? Probably. What? Yeah, that's Hi. a very accurate Filipino accent. <laughs> that's what a Filipino rapist sounds like. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely high-pitched, raspy version of me. Yeah. It kind of like sounded like a Jerry Seinfeld impression. Nah, what's the it's deal? I could do it. So, so who's outraged here? Uh, obviously, women are outraged all around the world, specifically in the that region of Asia. Um, I, I mean, you I, don't I, say that shit, especially when you're like a political leader. Like he's the leader of the country. Yeah, <laughs> and and he called Obama a son of a whore. He calls everyone a son of a whore. That's like his catchphrase. He's a catchphrase. I'm comic. okay with that. It's a good saying. Son of a whore is funny. Uh, in and of yeah, itself, I think yeah. it's kind of funny. Yeah, but like he's to, uh, to to create some context around it, like as a floating thing by itself, it's horrible. But as I said, it's not like the top ten list of horrible things he's currently doing. Like this martial law that she enforced <laughs> because he 
his whole thing was like the war on drugs and being like a, a law and order leader uh, and consolidating power. This guy and, sounds like someone, uh, what's that guy's name? Yeah, there's someone. There's someone. Uh, who is it? Uh, and and they, by <laughs> the way, they have, they, they both like each other a bit. I um, bet they do. They, yeah, there is a man crush going on there. Yeah, there is. Oh. They like each other. Uh, but his whole thing was like the war on drugs, and he was telling citizens. Oh, was citizens, he the guy who said that if they killed a drug dealer, it's okay? Yes, exactly. So oh. he was telling yeah. the citizens to enforce vigilantism, but part of the thing about vigilantism is that it doesn't usually get guilty people. It usually just gets, like, you just shoot a person you don't like, and you're like, he was a drug dealer. Uh, and so that's why... It was why, coming right for us. Right, and that's why <laughs> he he's enforced seen. martial law because he created this incredible violence. Uh, and there was, you know, there was a drug problem and there was, you know, a lot of violence in the country, but he's made it so much worse and that's why the martial law is happening. It's, it's weird to me that he's, like, very... Seems to be, like, out to get the drug dealers, but he's cool with multiple, like, serial rapists. Yeah, yeah. In fact, he's condoning that from his, like, sort of troops. It, I, it, it, I feel rape is worse than, than drugs. It is. <laughs> like, much worse. Yeah. Sometimes one is used to... Uh, Right, they're to, as a vessel to get to the other one. <laughs> yeah, but in that case, the drugs are really only bad because of the rape. Like no one, no true. one's, no one's taking you know rohypnol alone in their house, and someone's going, "Whoa, buddy!" Yeah. And by the way, I also like in this quote, he says, "If you happen to have raped three women." Which is implying that if you rape two, like, oh no, you're on your own, brother. That's child's play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> raping two, what are you puss? Yeah, like, man up. Yeah, that. <laughs> Well, somebody's going to misunderstand, and it's going to cause that. Like, that is the outrage. Literally what he's saying. The kind of person that says, like, go for it, rape people. Oh, it was just a joke, bro. I was just clowning, dog. So I think that was a better Filipino accent. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, so, see, that that's why... Uh, I have to go legit outrage on this one is simply because he's saying something that's going to make an already really bad situation even amplified and just fucking way worse. I think it's fake outrage to call it outrage at a rape joke. But I think if if you frame it as like he is condoning rape among his, you know, his forces, then it's very much legit outrage. I mean, this is like... Well, I also think the source of the joke's important, too, because the thing is, you know, we're comics here. We always try to defend comics and say, you know, fuck off, we're trying to make a joke. <laughs> Rico Duterte is not a comic. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's a political leader, and I do think that people who are supposed to be leaders... Him. He should quit comedy. He should quit comedy <laughs> yeah. with the L train. Well, that's the thing. If you're a political leader, you shouldn't be trying to be funny. I mean, you can do dad jokes during the intermission of your speech at right. your State of the Union, I, sure. I, I, but I also, in the middle of a fucking speech, you shouldn't be doing rape jokes. I just also, just having heard so much sound bites from him already, I just don't think it's a joke. Like, I don't think it is a joke. I think the joke <laughs> is the like, hey, don't you go marrying a bunch of ladies. And I think the rape and murder comments are like just his opinions. I think his joke is like, don't marry ladies because marriage. Wah, wah. Like he just turned into like a 90s, like a 1992 half hour special. Yeah, you're not going to get laid when you get married, so make sure you rape. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly, that's exactly what he's saying, but like to people who he's saying, go for it. Like that's yeah, a and, problem. And you made a really interesting point earlier, and I wanted to bring it back up, is you said that when compared to the other things he's doing, you could see why somebody would think this is kind of bullshit outrage. Yeah. And I think that that's an important basis of one, one of the things we try to um, exhibit here on the show is, is because 
This show is trying to decipher what's worth getting pissed off about and what's not. And you said this guy, there's 20 other things he's doing that are worth your time. And I think that in this culture we live in, when people are getting mad at every little fucking thing, it kind of cheapens the worst shit that he's actually right, doing. People get outrage fatigue, which is yeah. what I call how I feel every day now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I, I was, I, the reason why I started the show is because I was getting it. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something to keep myself fucking sane. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it's about is that you can't, look, there are political leaders that you might not like no matter what team you're on, but you can't get mad at every little goddamn thing they do or people are, are just going to be like, dude, you're crying wolf after a while. Yeah. But it, it yeah. with this, I mean. Do, do, do you disagree with that? I, I have to respectfully <laughs> disagree. Okay. I think that if you are any kind of, like, if a comic makes a rape joke, it's, it's bad, but that's going to sort itself out because no one's going to laugh for a while. And that's a really good joke. I mean, it's, I doubt I'm, I'm doubting it a little bit. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, that's what the funny thing is. That's what every comic telling a rape joke thinks. They're like, <laughs> rape jokes are bad, but, but not this one. Right. So eventually they're just going to eat a dick telling this joke over and over again. And they're going to stop. So I, yeah. I don't get mad about that because it's going to sort itself out, right? Yeah. But I think a political leader saying a thing like this, even if he's done horrific things in the past, I think the power of the statement and like the the way it's being broadcasted is different. That like it does concern me and it does make me mad because it's just like, how is this a thing that you're doing? And like th- it shouldn't be okay. Oh yeah, no, I think I mean I think framing it as a joke makes it a little bit bullshit, but I also don't feel like it's a joke having heard the quote. Like it feels like yeah. the joke is like don't marry a bunch of ladies. Wives are annoying and it Don't <laughs> marry her after you've raped her cuz right. she's dangerous goods. Right, exactly. Right. And and it seems like the rape comments are like legit condoning murder and rape among his troops. And, and that kind of, free, of thing apparently. also like hasn't happened in the Pacific since Imperial Japan in World War II where they were like go for it, rape them, destroy their bloodlines and so on. Like that this Go on, make the Philippines great again. No, but exactly. <laughs> this this kind of rhetoric is actually it's much more like the haha I was kidding that uh that that Trump did when he was at his rallies where he was like, ah, you know, kick their ass, get him out of here with the protesters. And then he was like, it was a joke, it was a very good joke. And it wasn't. Like it well, he was he was actually saying to people who were listening to it him was the and best acting joke. on it. Okay, it was the best joke. It was a tremendous <laughs> um, joke. Tremendous. Well, no, you, you bring up our current president. And the thing is, um, imagine if he said that. He kind of, I mean, he didn't say exactly that, yeah. but he said, we talked about, like, grabbing her by the puss and all uh, that. Uh, here's like, the thing, though. The context of the, the grabbing by the pussy thing, um, obviously I don't condone grabbing anybody by any genitalia. Unless they are um, consenting to it. Yeah, they're consenting to it. Great. If that's your thing, that's what you get your rocks off. But Grab away. I do a little bit subscribe to the whole goofy locker room talk part of that because it was one other dude. They were having a dude moment. And men are horrible pigs behind you know, behind the scenes and all. But could you imagine if during one of his fucking speeches he got up there and was like, everyone, reach to your right and grab my pussy. That would right. be way, worse. way yeah, worse. The platform so, makes a big but difference. But it's not yes. beyond the realm of possibility <laughs> that that's going to happen one that day. Is very fair. <laughs> he's getting fucking more senile every day. He's a, he's the best. It's insane. It's really he's the it's, best. It's bananas. He's we, literally like my grandma right before we put her in a home. Like I'm not even kidding. Like saying crazy oh, stuff and just being nuts. He's Imagine just you, like, like shut so, it down. He's so homeable right now. He's great. Anyway, so back to Duterte. 
Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to agree with both of you guys. Uh, this outrage is very legitimate. I don't think any leader anywhere should be Especially condoning rape. to their soldiers. Right, That's raping and pillaging is a thing we shouldn't do yeah. anymore, yeah, like, It would also be very different if, okay, so if Trump told this joke to Billy Bush on a bus, that would be bad. If Trump told this joke to a crowd of his supporters, that would be worse. If Way Trump worse. told this joke to a crowd of Secret Service agents and the army, that would be so much worse. And that's what Duterte did. And can exactly. I just make one more point? So, Please. Okay, there's this thing in law um, where it's like the limit of free speech is if you uh, elicit uh, imminent lawless action. So, like, if you go up... Uh, and there's a case actually about like neo uh, neo Nazi clan guys where they were at like a rally and they were saying a bunch of deplorable Nazi shit and then the guy was like, um, "Let's go burn Jews or some crazy horrible thing." And they found that like that wasn't protected by free speech because he had a crowd of people mm -hmm. and he was telling them to go hurt somebody. Right, it's incitement. Right, exactly, incitement of. Uh, immediate lawless action. We're telling people right now, go do a thing. That to me is what this guy is doing. Oh yeah, and that's what he's been doing yeah. since day one. And that's why I'm like top twenty worst things he's been doing. He's been doing this all along. The whole this time. isn't like mm -hmm. this isn't even a piece of news. It's a piece of news because he's adding sexual violence to it. Right. But it's been he's been telling people to murder their neighbors since he got elected. Since before he got elected. It's a pretty strong campaign platform, though. Yeah, I mean, he's literally <laughs> campaigned on the fucking perch. Right. It's insane. You guys like that movie? Yeah. <laughs> You'll love me. All right, so legit outrage in that one. I think we're in consensus. I yeah. mean, I understand your original, like, eh part of it, but you, you have to say yeah. that it's very justifiable. Yeah, but within the context, it's not, like, if the context was, like, Duterte, who's been having his citizens murder each other, made a rape joke, that would be one thing. But if it was, but it's really, he didn't make a rape joke. It's, it's, Duterte yeah. made a marriage women womp womp joke in the context of telling his citizens to rape each other. <laughs> yeah, rape proclamation slash order. You know yeah. what I mean? So, moving along uh, to... Let's do something slightly more lighthearted now, because we've done a Nazis and rape so far. <laughs> we need to calm down. We do a lot of school-based outrage stories here on mm. the show. Are we going to hit fidget spinners? Is that what we're going to talk about? <laughs> At the end, if you're outraged about fidget spinners, Sam, by all means. Um, anyway, so this uh, segment I'm, I'm going to call Strange Superlatives. So this happened in Channel View, Texas, at the Anthony Aguirre, I probably said that wrong, junior high school, where they were having like an end of school year celebration and you know they're having a mock award ceremony because it is it's may right now june and you know all the little right. kids are getting and out of superlatives, school that's like most likely to succeed yes. or oh, best cutest hair. couple yeah okay yeah so his teacher decided to be funny to hand a bunch of his students like rude superlatives so examples include most likely to become a terrorist oh no <laughs> most likely to become homeless oh. and Yikes. most likely to cry over every little thing Oh, uh, no, I, I, I'm on board with that last one. That one feels the meanest, though. Exactly. Uh, that's why we're on board of it. Now, these are seventh graders, mind you. That was the grade that this happened in. And so I guess I'm we'll definitely the least on board with the terrorist one. That is like you. And apparently it's, it was the day after the London thing, too. Yeah. And, <laughs> and also, like, I don't know. I haven't read the article, but it's Texas and I don't need to guess where that person's from. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm pretty sure they said that to a, a a very brown student. Yeah, and there are a lot of brown people that are in Texas. Shout yeah. out to a Jay Raj, the original co-host here. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and so what happened was one of the kids brought home uh, this <laughs> award <laughs> to their parents, and their parents got pissed, and all hell broke loose. They had to have an assembly. The principal had to apologize. They had to discipline some of the teachers. Uh, I guess it made the news down there, too, and the school, the entire school district had to make a statement. Um, big fucking hoopla down there. And I, I just want to say that uh, <laughs> I'm actually on board with the teachers. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Really? Dude, I, I worked at a kids' camp for four years, and uh, kids fucking suck. Seventh oh. grade is right in the 12, 12, 13 year olds is but what see, we're talking about. See, this is they why need to get board. cut down to size. This is why I'm on board <laughs> with the most likely to cry thing. But like, it's so easy to be mean to a fucking kid without being a racist. It's so easy. It's so, their kids are stupid and they're awful. Like, it's so. It, it is the simplest thing in the world to hurt a child's feelings. If anything, it's easier to hurt a child's feelings than it is to hurt anyone's feelings. Uh, and and I think, like, I think it's justified if the teacher is calling a Muslim kid a terrorist. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if the kid... because the I don't, I don't have, think the kid in, was a Muslim. I think he, he had a Spanish-sounding name. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, my assumption is Texas, the teacher's being a racist. Well, the thing is, if it's Texas and the kid is a similar shade of brown as a Muslim would be, then eh, the teacher was like, close enough. Oh, man. We don't have any here. He's the closest one we got. So that's where my terrorist joke is going. I mean, it also might have something <laughs> to do with the personality. Yeah. If it's, I don't of the know. Student. Yeah, like maybe he's like setting things on fire and maybe, shit. Maybe that student <laughs> is the one who's always starting shit in class or he's the one who's always like tough negotiating with his fellow students. I would need more information then because I don't think, yeah. I think it's just very easy and fun to be mean to children uh but i don't <laughs> but i don't think uh i don't think you need to get into like a racial place with it because like that that uh that creates damage that is very different from the kind of damage of being like hey fucking james you're a piece of shit you can barely read like that yeah. is uh, i fully <laughs> condone that because yeah. James I like the one, probably sucks. I like the homeless one, the most likely to become homeless. I feel like that one was pretty funny. Because that might have just been a shitty student who doesn't take school seriously. And that or was the teacher's be, way of being like, stay in school. Could but he could be a little kid. kid, right, who comes in and his clothes are dirty. And 12 he, and 13 is not little. These are seventh okay, graders. So he could They're be, assholes. But they still They're need parents anymore. to feed them and clothe them. And the kid could be coming could in be with dirty clothes, not eating. Yeah. And, it, and the teacher could make a joke about it that, like, hits clothes. I mean, I just think, I'm not outraged by it, but I think it's it's just fucking mean and not necessary. So it's in poor taste, you say? I think the whole the whole thing like it's for like listen. I worked at camp or whatever. Like kids suck. Yeah, they you do. make fun of them too, like your other counselors. You know, like you guys can talk shit yeah, all you yeah, want. Yeah. You don't have to like do a public thing and mock the kid and to the kid's the face. Like they it's take not home to their fucking parents. Right. It's just a dumb idea that you're doing for yourself to feel funny and superior to a child. It's just like why waste your time? Don't be an asshole. Yeah, I feel like it was it was teachers. It was end of the year. They're just having fun. It's like look, these are the kids that made me alcoholics this year. They made us all the alcoholics, rather. Uh, we're going to fuck with them a little bit on the last week of school. I feel like they were just having fun with it. You know. That said, it's it's really only fun if it's... It's not fun if it's just fun for that teacher. Right. Like, that's not what fun is. That's... <laughs> true, true. You, can you could tease a kid in a way that's, like, a gentle prod that, like everyone's feelings aren't hurt. Like, they're dumb, and it's easy. You don't have yeah. to be like, you're going to be homeless because your parents don't love you and can't keep jobs yeah, or whatever. I, think, like, I don't think we need to come to, like, comedy defense of a person that's not a comic, clearly. 
Also, yeah. Well, maybe he's maybe he quit comedy and became a teacher and moved to Texas. Well, he needs to quit. Well, teaching then too. he should have kept quitting comedy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He needs to commit. Shouldn't have come out of retirement <laughs> on that one. <laughs> yeah. No. And by the way, you guys mentioned it's easy to hurt a kid's feelings. I remember this time and fun. I did also say fun. It is fun. I, I was at camp. And uh, they gave me for the first three years of camp, like 12 year olds, 13 year olds to, to watch after. And so I was used to dealing with them. And you, you can you can roughhouse verbally a little bit more with 12 and 13 year olds like they can take it a little more. Yeah. And a lot of them are going to think you're fucking stupid and lame anyway and not take it to heart like like a couple of these kids apparently did. But the last year I was there, they gave me the five and six year olds to watch. And there was this one day where this kid was acting up. And one of the other counselors was asking me about it, and the kid was in, with an earshot, and I was like, oh, the kid's being a... And I, I went through all, like, the Rolodex of names I have in my brain, and it's like, okay, we can't use asshole, we can't use <laughs> faggot, we can't use any, like, adult bad words. So I'm like, yeah, he's being a poopy head today. <laughs> and apparently that's, like, the worst thing you can call a five-year-old. Oh, yeah. Because I got called to the director's office the next day, and apparently that kid, like, went home and, like, cried for hours. Because oh, I, I right. referred to him as They're a poopy I mean, that, is, that like... is the slur for a five-year-old. Yeah. That's, all, that's, like the, that's what they, like, sit on in their back pocket for, like, the really hard. Yeah, so yeah. I dropped I dropped the five-year-old I mean, N-bomb on this fucking kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't drop the pee bomb on a five-year-old. And five so I think the, the the fragility factor here of little kids versus like preteens who are like think they're angsty and badasses, I think is is part of that. And I think there's probably the kids that got these awards. They were probably some of the kids that acted up in the class. And I think some of it might have been based off the personality. That's pure theory in terms of like the information we have. But that's what I, I think happened here. But, and so that's why yeah. that's why I'm sticking with fake outrage in this one. That's my my. Uh, vote. I think I think it became I think it became real outrage when the insults cut to a certain point. Okay. Like I fully I fully believe in in sort of cutting uh, spoiled kids down to size. Okay. But I it this story does not strike me as one as like spoiled kids being cut to size given like one person's like you're going to be a terrorist and you're going to be homeless yeah. like, i want to hear what the other ones were you know uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, maybe you know what maybe most of those were like fine and kind of in good faith but it seems possible that like some of these were genuinely mean-spirited <laughs> Yeah, and again, those might have been the kids that deserved it. That's my theory behind it. But, I mean, what were some of the other ones then maybe? Like, oh, most likely to grow up and be a Kenny Chesney fan or most likely to be a NASCAR pit crew member or whatever stupid shit you'd say in the South to each other, you know? Or they might have gotten worse than that, too. There might have been one where it was, like, most likely to become a, you know, date rapist or whatever. Well, uh, I that imagine that one probably would have made the article. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah. That, that would have made the top five. Yeah. Yeah, I don't probably know. Abo I above or below homeless? Probably above, right? Yeah, probably okay. above. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think I think kids uh, be mean to kids, but I think there's definitely a line at which, like, you wouldn't say that to a fucking adult. Like, you wouldn't... I wouldn't... Yeah, I would. I wouldn't call... Okay, well, okay, I do all the time. Are you fucking That's kidding? fair. Like, I mean, we're... Yeah, but we're comics. We're weird. Like, we wouldn't say that to it. If we were not comics and speaking to not comics, that would not be considered acceptable behavior. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I have people at work and, and, and when you start spending so much time in the comedy scene, you forget what that filter is. Yeah, you yeah. forget your boundaries. Holy fuck, because there was this time where this person at work um, who was, they were an African-American person, and they said to me, like, hey, Phil, I got this, you know, don't take me to HR for this, blah, 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 And then they dropped, like, a joke about how, like, one of their friends wanted to date me because they thought I had good credit because I'm a white guy. Huh. And they're like, don't take me to HR. And I thought, like, 
for what being like lame like there <laughs> there's so many yeah worse things you could have said <laughs> that i could fire back at you that i won't you know and so there's that whole um i guess yeah uh, desensitized is the right yeah. word filter yeah. yeah and i think i think your your reaction to this may have something to do with like comedy desensitizing oh you know what you're right yeah because I, I just like they're thinking putting myself in the shoes of a teacher I would not call a non-white kid a terrorist. I wouldn't do that. I would, I, like, there's... Even if the whole year he was acting up in class and terrorizing the learning of the other students? Even oh, if that man. kid... Got him! Even if that kid <laughs> was, like, really terroristy, I wouldn't do it. Like, you just, you, there's, that's a lot. Even you if he cross. wore a, a turban to class and, and, uh, <laughs> threw paper airplanes at other kids' desks and knock over their blocks uh, or okay, something? Okay, uh, Sandeep isn't here to tell you that turbans <laughs> are a Sikh thing? Oh, fuck, no, you're right. Okay. Damn I'm it. just I, I'm filling in for Sundeep in all the ways, including well, being like the Brown Defense Squad, including uh, <laughs> yeah, including educating me on my on my racism. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's fine. You're from you're what are you from upstate New York? You're Connecticut, Connecticut. Same thing. You're from Connecticut, <laughs> which is like most parts of Connecticut are basically the antebellum Confederacy. Oh, dude, people don't realize that I'm from like fucking Alabama, but I'm from Connecticut. It's yeah, so you know crazy. What? Here's <laughs> something we could talk about this week. I don't know if you've talked about uh, the Fuhrer over the removal of Confederate monuments. Oh, you know, that's kind of a political one. Yeah, we, we could do a quick, quick thing. Oh, let's let's judge this one quick. Uh, I'm going fake outrage because fuck preteens and Fuck all your dumb kids. I'm I'm going real outrage because okay. you can make them cry, but be better than that. You can you can do Fair you enough. can be smarter. I, I agree with everything you were saying. By the way, I just have to stick to my guns. I understand, Kristen. It looks like you're going to outvote me here. Yeah, I'm going to go with real outrage <laughs> just because there's no like upside to the defense of this. Like, there's no, I don't understand like what the point is of just being mean to kids. I guess other like than that. making me laugh, I guess really there's no. Could, I mean, yeah. like if the teachers <laughs> wanted to get together and share this shit amongst themselves. Have fun, go for it. But like the printing a certificate, having them bring it home, sit through a ceremony. That <laughs> happened like, actually. So that happened a few months ago on this show. We, we did an episode where these teachers got caught talking shit about what students they wanted to bang outside of work. See, like somebody caught see, them on their but phone. That's also, that that's possibly also like, rapey. That's, that's pedo that's, talk. Yeah, yeah, that's that's creepy. But like when I again, I, I camp counselor. I would talk. We would go out and we would trash our kids to each other all the time. You can get that out yeah. without hurting a kid. Okay, so you're saying that the teacher picked a poor outlet to do it on. Yeah, it's Fair just enough. it's just mean. Okay, outvoted. So Sam, you wanted to talk about the um Yeah, I mean this is happening yeah. I I mean and it's not just happening in the deep south. Like there's there are Confederate monuments up in Baltimore that they're talking about taking down and shit like that. Well, everywhere south of um basically Philadelphia is the south. Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of how America works. Yes, and and also like north of Westchester <laughs> as well <laughs> is also <laughs> counterintuitively the south. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Um I don't know as far as that outrage goes I personally don't have a major problem with monuments that are from potentially offensive things in history being up just because I'm a big fan of that saying, if you forget about history, then right. you're doomed to repeat it. That's true. I mean, it, it, there there are those like Disney movies that are super racist from like the 30s and 40s that they that they have that disclaimer. at the Song front. of the South. Yeah. Because and they have oh, the yeah. disclaimer in front that say, you know, like there are racially insensitive <laughs> elements, but like to edit those out or deny those were there would be to deny that these hateful opinions existed in history. And that's kind of where I'm at with it is saying like, look, that guy, yes, there's a statue of him, but he was a dick. Don't act like him. I have no problem uh, I, with I that think, type of I stance. I think the difficulty comes from the fact that like, it's hard to kind of argue that point about a statue. Cause a statue is inherently reverent. I think 
But I also think okay. if you're, I, I agree with it, but I also think if you're going to go there, it's kind of becomes like a slippery slope, right? Like, for example, like the Jefferson Memorial, Thomas Jefferson raped his slaves, like yes, had slaves, was a bad guy. So, like, where does it stop? Because everyone in history, for the most part, I think, was like sort of shitty or potentially horrible. So That's it's true. almost like we can't get rid of everything because we have to all agree, like at one time, like our country, we were all a bunch of assholes. That's that's a fair point. But <laughs> yeah, at the I'm same time, I think there I think there can be a line. I think there can be a line of like, let's not have a statue up that we put up for the purposes of celebrating someone who wanted to keep the white race pure. Like, I think, and and one of the statues in New Orleans that was very uh, protested, they really didn't want the government to take it down, and the government mm -hmm. did. Uh, like, it had an inscription on it that was like, we must protect the white race for all time, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that's, that you should that's take down. super I mean, creepy and weird, yeah. I mean, I think, again, like, maybe case-by-case case basis. Yeah. What is the statue commiserating? Is it a great man who was also an asshole, did good things and bad, or is it, like, a bad thing? And if it's right. a bad thing, then, like, I'm fine what with getting if, rid of it. What if... Uh, we met you halfway, Sam. Okay. <laughs> and we, we took these statues, and you left up the statue, and then there was a little, um, you know, inscription of whatever crazy bad historical thing, racist thing there. But then there we put up a speech bubble next to the guy's head saying, like, I eat balls, or something like that, or I was I, a dick. I like that. See? That I like. We're meeting halfway. <laughs> that I like. As, as long as, as but the, the issue is just leaving the statue up. A statue is a reverent thing. If yeah. you can, if the statue was an irreverent thing, if it was, if you just stuck a big old dildo in General Lee's mouth, uh, that like I, I fine, P put up fucking dildo mouth Lee, but at the same okay. time, you know, it's. Are we talking just like a little vibrator, or like a full on like glow in the dark? Oh, veiny... I'm saying giant and and black, black of and course, black, of, yeah, course. of course, it has yeah, to be black, yeah. um, um, because uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we depart, we always give our guests the opportunity. Uh, Kristen, is there anything you're currently mad about in the world that you want to let some steam off on? Oh, I am mad about, like, literally every single morning I take the subway into work and every single morning, like, and it's always a man is like, like pushes me or like takes my seat or like steps on my foot, like every single day. And that makes me mad because it's just like people don't have any politeness anymore. I know it's so stupid, but it yeah, is, it is. I, I mean, I almost completely leveled an old dude uh, getting the seven train <laughs> yesterday. Phil is that man? Yeah. Uh, well, He's like, yeah. On, on behalf of my people, uh, <laughs> I'd like to on say. behalf of all straight white men and proud upholders of the patriarchy. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I will say that if you're in the way, you had it coming. <laughs> But, yeah, but I'm not in the way. Like, first of all, like, I don't need to be in your armpit, and I don't need to be stepped on. And you also, my ba and women do this, too, and I hate everyone who does this. If you're get waiting to get on a train, and people are coming off, and you're like, fuck them, and you just push your way through. No, that, that's that the makes way to do me it. so, I will literally murder someone for doing that. It makes me so mad. Well, that makes the train go slower, too, because you have to let everyone get off, so there's room to get on. Right. the and, trains and are just that crowded these just, days. Everyone thinks that they're, like, the number one person in the world, and, like, have to come on and, and get what they want. It's just, like, so. Well, it's true, and if someone on my way they're getting fucking knocked over that's yeah we've already described that uh, <laughs> and it is always a man i think it's interesting that you say that it's always a man i, I mean, notice that it's always a man i do because i'm always yeah. like it's always a dude and they were like a man like literally stood on my foot for 10 minutes like last week and i was like excuse me excuse me excuse me and he had earphones and didn't hear me and i was like like literally he was stand his foot was on my foot yeah, I mean, not to defend this guy because he sounds like a raging dickhead, but I don't know if gender is a specific function 
I mean, maybe you've just dealt with assholes. I'm just pointing. I'm not. I'm just pointing yeah. out my data points are like. It, okay. It's if a woman like I've had women bump in and whatever, and they always like look okay. at you and apologize okay. because we are socialized to apologize for everything. Mm-hmm. And the As man you should be. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but <laughs> and the man like will just like just stands there and is like I like there how you could stand on someone's foot and not know he must have just known and not cared. And I'm like trying to pull my foot out. Just like bigger. expressionless face, like a horse taking a shit. Just like listening to his music, he was Very like specific singing reference along with there, his Sam. Music. That is, I, yeah. I feel How many like that is my taking a shit. No, you that seen? is like I feel like that is the platonic ideal of the an whole, expressionless face. The whole YouTube series Sam watches of just yeah. horses <laughs> taking shits. It's, it's a, so common. Have you ever watched a horse take a shit? It's like it doesn't yes. even know it's happening. Yeah, no, it just like falls out behind them. Cows and they just too, live their same lives. thing. Like they can be like full stride, just just letting it out. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad we. Went from Nazis to poop jokes on this uh, <laughs> show. Today. So you're you're outraged at assholes on the train, basically. Yeah. I know that's like super cliche, New York. Whatever. I'm but with it's you because I'm I've both been mad at those assholes and been that asshole before. So yeah. I don't know exactly. It depends on the day. Depends on the day you're having. No, it is because there's days where you get on the train and you look around and you're like, It'd be fun if I murdered like seven of these people right now. You know, that's just you never. Uh, no, it's just me. You know what? You know what I get? I I get um. Not triple homicide ever? No. no, not triple homicide, but there but there is the game of like, okay, someone on this train is a murderer. Who is it? How do I how how do I stop them? Like that that kind of like mental murder games on the subway train. Oh, I guess I, I am the murderer that. then. It's, <laughs> yeah, you are you the murderer know, in this game. If you don't know who the murderer on the train is, it's you. It's oh, yeah. yeah. I also love, sometimes you'll bond like I had a weird thing on the train happen where like uh this woman was changing her baby's diaper next to me. Oh God! And on the like, train? yeah, like he was standing on the seat. I was sitting on the seat, like playing with my phone, um, on the M train. And the, this baby's like standing here, and she's like holding on to the back of his shirt and like going around in a diaper bag. And he's just swinging his little wiener around. And I like saw <laughs> wiener. a wiener out of my peripheral vision. I was like this, uh, and it was a baby wiener, like about to touch me. Baby wiener. And I was like, I'm gonna go to jail. Like this kid's wiener is <laughs> gonna touch me. And so I just like got up and left. And then, like, other people on the train saw this kid doing this, too. Yeah. And the mom not kept not knowing. And, like, we all made eye contact. And, like, you ever, like, you bond on the train over, oh, like, ridiculous yeah. stuff? I, like, I feel like that is kind I of, like, happens, a warm feeling. That happens on the train a lot, I feel like. Someone gets no, on the train. No, no, it doesn't. No. That's <laughs> weird. The baby baby wieners flying around is I weird. I just mean the, the, the kind bonding. of bonding of someone goes on the train and they're like, oh, it's yeah, showtime. That, absolutely. And then everyone shares a look like, like it's not showtime. <laughs> I'm gonna go to work, dude. Well, that's dude. When when they do it at nine in the morning and then everyone's commuting in, it's like, dude, we're not tourists. Fuck off. Like no one's gonna tip you. I'm always tempted to just stand up and be like, hey, I'll give you five bucks if you don't perform. <laughs> if you just don't fucking do that right now, that's, just have, try that. I feel like I'd get a standing O. I really do. I feel like you also might get kicked in the face. So I I I don't know. I would encourage it, you to try it just as a scientific. It could experiment. be worth it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so outraged assholes in the train, which which tends to be a commonly complained about thing here in the show. Um that's a fun thing to talk about. So that's a good place to end, I think. Um you can email us anytime you'd like at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Follow us on fucking iTunes and SoundCloud and all that shit. Give us good reviews. Fake outrage repped on Twitter. Uh you can catch up with Sam Haft at Sam Haft on Twitter, uh, uh, fun comfortable on Instagram. Uh, great, follow great Instagram. Okay. Follow my uh, follow my comedy band Sam and Bill or Sam and Bill Music. Check on out Twitter. Yes All Men, which I have yes. a small cameo. In. Yes, yeah. Look up Yes All Men by Sam and Bill on YouTube <laughs> and see Phil Cosby's smiling face uh, chanting Yes All Men. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And uh, yeah, we we're, we're at Salmonville Music on Twitter, and we are Salmonville Comedy on YouTube, and we are at Bad Motherfokers on Instagram. There we go. And you can uh, catch up with Kristen online at uh, Kristen Seltman is my Twitter, and also at Kristen Seltman is my Instagram. That's right. Any parting thoughts, Mister Haft? Um. Uh, 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 there is, you know what? There... Swinging dicks and Nazis, good one. Okay, okay. see yes, you next sure. time. <laughs>